You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. By this time tomorrow, Sarah, I'll be in another country forming a new life for myself. <laughs> Are you on the run? Because we have a business tied together. Like, uh, you need to alert me to these things. Well, yes, but I'll be there with, you know, of course, foreign ladies. Although it's not quite the foreign ladies I usually talk about. They're not about. the foreign exchange students. They're not the foreign exchange to. students. But okay. nonetheless, it's still it's a magical land where I'm going to adapt very well. So you feel like you coming in as an American male into the world of Canadian yes. vixens. Yes. You think it's going gonna, it's gonna to bode well for either you. Either they're going to love my accent or I'm going to adopt theirs. You know what? There's a reason why everybody in every other pla- part of the world uses uh, like Canadian patches on their bags instead of American ones because nobody wants to be with an American. No, no, Everybody that's not wants true. to be. I disagree. No, I think that you would be better off trying to be a Canadian. No, that's not working. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so, and we do so greatly appreciate it. Of course, you know, people listening from all over the world, Sarah, all over the world. All over the world, you all say. All over the world. Via, via Are you the just trying to find some concubines from, ev- from like every land? That's what I'm trying to do. Well, I'm mainly, I'm speaking to our Canadian listeners because... I'm going to be going to Canada this weekend. Oh, so, boy. Uh, we'll talk all about that. And then uh, we've got a ton of other stuff to get to today. So we're starting the show a little bit early if you're a live listener because we're getting out of town. It is for Labor Day weekend. And also, though, today, since it is Friday, is a science facts day. Oh, boy. It means Dr. Science will be taking your questions. <laughs> and uh, whatever you have, whatever kind of uh, questions you have about the world, about uh, maybe a little bit about life, but mostly about the scientific sides of the physicalities of things, Go ahead and ask Dr. Science those questions, and he will set you straight on perhaps some things that maybe you There are some recommendations wrong. already going on in the chat, Greg, where if you want to fit in, you probably should cut your hair into a mullet or an ape drape. I think you should totally do it. An ape drape? That's what it's called. I, I don't... I Hockey hair. That. Hockey hair. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I could do. I could just dress up as I do in Courage. I'd probably fit right in. Or in it's Canada. a northern ne- uh, neck warmer. Northern. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kentucky waterfall. Icky uh, bricky hair. Achy break Was that one you just made up? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm quoting uh, a Vandals song. The Vandals have a song called uh, I Have an Ape Drape. Okay. It's amazing. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I do have a song called Mullets in Love. I guess that would kind of apply There to you it. go. So, so uh, yeah, heading up there anyway this weekend. So, yeah, I am so excited. I haven't been to Canada in actually quite a long time. Man, I can't even remember the last time I went to Canada. Well, I, did, I went a lot in college. Yeah. But that was over, like, further that way, like, to smaller towns, not to any of the big places. Oh, you didn't go to Vancouver or anything like no, that? No, no. We'd just okay. go across the border because you could drink when you were 19, so we are like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess you were in uh, eastern Washington, so yeah. that would make more sense to go mm-hmm. up there. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I haven't been there. Probably the last time I was there was in Vancouver. Now, the last time I was there... I was with my brother and his friend, and we almost didn't get into the country because we didn't know his friend had a DUI until, oh, surprise, once oh, we got to the border. Oh, that's one of those things you can't cross the border if, if that happened, right? Right, yeah, you can't. You, you can't if you, have a, if you have a DUI. And I don't know exactly what the rules are now, but it, it used to be if you had a DUI, you, um, you could not cross. Ever? Uh, no, until it went off of your record. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Canadian. I've known a few people well who've had problems with that. Okay. With, associated with that. And so there's uh, so that was the last time I went. But luckily, they, he got in because it took us a long time to go across the border because he, they had to call the police department and somebody, call a bunch of people. And it turned out he was going through a diversion class. So that was the only reason they let him in. Oh, okay. But it was a big deal. Like, we were pretty much getting turned around. Like, pretty much had to go home. So, um, 
So, but we did get in, and then that's uh, we we had a good time in Vancouver. Let me just say that. Okay. And say we had a good time. Wait, what do you mean you had a good time? I don't uh, understand. Was, I don't understand the alluding to of what you're saying. Well, there was you know plenty of there were some fine ladies that we met in uh, Vancouver. I will say this though, I was surprised. I did not realize at the time that prostitution was legal. That's not the kind of ladies I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I met ladies at the bar that I didn't pay for. Well, I bought drinks, but. Um, but yeah, they have that entire them. street of just them. just full of prostitutes that just stand there, mm-hmm. and it, we didn't realize it at first. And we were walking down the street, and we're like, "Wow, these chicks are really into us. This is kind of crazy." Oh no, they're prostitutes. They're oh, hookers. That's, that's why they're uh, <laughs> that's why they're talking to us. So um, so yeah, that's Vancouver. That was the last time that I went in there. I haven't been to Victoria though since I was a kid, and that's where I'm. Going. Oh my goodness, Victoria, Canada. That on, sounds quite fancy on Vancouver Island. And I was thinking about it, so I'm debating. Now, should I go as a, you know, I mean, Oregon and BC really aren't that much different. Uh, just there's there's a lot of similarities here. It's okay. not that far away. Similar climate, all of these things. But do you think it's going to be alluring that I'm, you know, the American, the, the no. American coming from no. down south? I was oh. just remembering because, you know, how everyone talks about how they have like a, you know, like, kids, oh, I met the, my Canadian girlfriend at summer camp. I just remembered thinking about college that there was one boy in Canada that every time we go up, because we always went to like the same like crappy little uh, place uh-huh. in Canada, and we would always hang out. I remembered I had a I had a I had a special I had a man friend in Canada. You had a Canadian boyfriend mm-hmm. that I met at summer camp. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, as for you, Greg Nibbler. Yes. So do you want to wear your American your your American pride with like a like a badge? No, not like or do that. You want to, or do you want to try and embrace the culture and try and submerge yourself into the culture? Well, see, to be generally like a, a Canadian. Generally, that's what I do. So I was, I was thinking about you know taking up taking up a little bit of a Canadian accent, be like, hey, yo, where where's your where's your who's at? And start saying 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 things like that. Your who's at? What's yeah, that? where's your who's? What's a who's? Uh, take off hoser. See, and I'll speak like that the entire time. I they don't understand what you're saying. What? What's That's a how hoose? Canadians speak. What's a hoose? House. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, you got to go back to your hoose. Where's your homet? Yeah, you know, we're just here uh, having a good time of, of, up here in Canada. Oh, my God. How are things down there in the States going? See, and then I just speak like that, and then Canadians won't know the difference. They'll just assume Because they Canadian. all have the same... You know that there are all sorts of different parts of Canada where, like, they all speak in well, different Well, how are you doing accents? over there? Uh, having a good time, it looks like. Uh, having a couple of, couple of sausages and some beer for you. Up here in Canada. This is what we do. Yeah, no, I uh, saw an American the other day. Wasn't sure what he was doing. Looked a little bit confused, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then I'll be like Canadian jokes that I'll tell at the bar. Well, okay, well, like, give me jokes. a Canadian joke. Do you know any, like, Canadian slang that you could do that? That uh, you could, like, incorporate? All right, yeah, let me just say I'm Aaron Duran in the, in the chat. Wearing my toque right now. Okay, shut up. Uh, Aaron Duran in the chat says, Wow, that is the worst accent I have ever heard, ever. <laughs> I mean, Sarah, just speaking normally, sounds like a fucking Aussie native compared to that accent. <laughs> No, and, and actually, that's different. We do have a Canadian in the chat, and she says that I sound just like her. See, and that works. She and does not. The Canadian I'm ladies. She does not it's say. It's the Canadian ladies that I'm going after anyway. I'm not going after the, uh, the American men. That's All right, well, give me to. some lexicon. Give me some Canadian slang. Uh, well, you know, uh, just uh, hang it, hang it. I don't, I don't know anymore. The, tell me some. Well, what, Greg, some, lucky some for you. Okay, I need, to, I need to learn some more things. Greg, lucky for you here. I have a little bit of some music that I want to play in the background while I'm playing this. Greg, I have some Canadian slang oh, to yeah. tell you. All right, Greg, what do you think they call a toilet in Canada? Uh, I, call, I call it the loo. It's not the loo. Oh. It's a biffy. 
A biffy? A biffy. What the hell is that? Uh, it's That's obviously what, a toilet. toilet. That's what the it's, it's slang. Any of you hosers know where their biffy's at? Yeah, so that's what I'll say when I go to the bar. All right, what do you think they call a sofa or like a couch? In um, like you say, you want to crash on someone's sofa. What, what would you say in your Canadian accent? A Devonport. Close. It's a Chesterfield. A Chesterfield. All right. All right. So why don't you? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I uh, got to get myself up off this Chesterfield and go use the biffy, if you know what I mean. All right, Greg. No, you, I, I want you to keep like taking every word I am and keep adding it into that sentence right. that you're doing. All right. Uh, next is a cup. Of, so a cup of coffee with two creams and two sugars. Uh huh. Do you have any idea what that would be? No. It's a double double. A double double. So you want to have a double double on your Chesterfield after you find the biffy? Well, no, no. I, we are sitting here on this Chesterfield, uh, taking my double double. Makes uh, mean means I got to go take a little trip to the biffy if you know what I mean. Too many double doubles. <laughs> Canada. All right. So the next one is... You also uh, end every sentence with Canada. That's how Canadians that's, speak. That's what you do, just yes. Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so what if something is like dead or broken? Like say something has has had enough. So Greg, if something is dead or broken in Canadian slang, it's called had the biscuit. I had the biscuit? Yeah. So like, let's just say, oh, your accent has had the biscuit. Like that kind of thing. That means it's broken. Why, why is that? I Does don't... it explain why you say had the biscuit? No, it doesn't say that. These better be real that you're telling me. It says that they are. Okay. Had the biscuit. You had the biscuit. Okay, uh, if you're broken. surprised, you're supposed to say, Jesus Murphy. Well, you're giving me too many things here. I can't... In- You've okay. got to be able to do this. You're re- it's well, there I was time. sitting on my Chester, sitting on my Chester field, and when Jesus Murphy, that double double had the biscuit, so I had to get up and take a run to the biffy, if you know what I mean. That was good. Thanks. That was I was kind of impressed. See. All right, so let me Bam. give you a couple more. Uh, do you know what the Canadian I'm a one chameleon, Sarah? Do you know Canadian what the Canadian chameleon. one dollar a coin is called? I know you know this. Monopoly I know this. Money? I don't know. It's a loony. Oh, a loony. Yeah. I didn't realize that. All right, so the $1 coin in, okay. in Canada is a loony. Well, that's not real money. Oh, my God. Hey, Greg, what do you think uh, they call a beer belly? You're going to probably have to talk to people about your beer belly when you're there. I don't have a beer belly. <laughs> it's called your Molson muscle, Greg. Your Molson muscle? You can talk about your Molson muscle from sitting on the Chesterfield and drinking too many double I don't doubles. think I'm going to break up my Molson muscle. I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm a little afraid of well, that. Well, yeah, don't point in the downstairs area and like talk about your Molson muscle. Hey, there, that sounds kind of creepy. I'm going to go sit on the Chesterfield and have you take a look at my Molson muscle. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I think I'll avoid the Molson muscle. But I, I, can use, I can use Biffy and have it a double-double. Well, that one's had the biscuit. Oh, I'm going to fit right in. This is going to be perfect. All right, I just want to give you a couple more that I know you'll be able to use. So a 24-pack okay. of beer, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you going to... Okay, so... You have your loonies. You have your pocket full of loonies. <laughs> Pockets full of loonies. Pockets full of loonies. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that. That is why there will never be a successful Canadian rapper. Uh, all right. Blowing 20, loonies all t- over the place. <laughs> a 24 pack of beer, Greg. I got a smile on my face. Sorry. It's called a 2 4. A 2 4? Oh, yeah. Carrie already said it in the chat. A 2 4. A 2 4. Because it's too hard to say 2 Oh, yeah. You need to drink a lot of coconut. Kokanee is so good. No, because I can drink Kokanee here. I don't want to drink Kokanee up there. I mean, I'm Kokanee's might. different there. It's not different. Yes, it is different. It is not different. It's a different. It's a different <laughs> beer. <laughs> that there. is not true. It is absolutely. That true. is a hundred percent. I would be willing to make a, a a bet on that. Why would it be a different? Because it beer has there? a higher alcohol percentage up there. That is not I true. I totally remember this from going this, to Canada. That is not true. I disagree with you one hundred percent on that one. Kokanee is Kokanee. 
It's nope, the same kind it's of beer different. everywhere. It's different in Canada. They may have different kinds of kokanee up there, but general kokanee is going to be the same there as it is here. That's, that's It's not. It's not at all. That it's is completely not different. What, you're saying like it's a completely different brand? Yeah, it tastes different. It doesn't taste different. It completely tastes it different. It does not taste different. Mm-hmm. That is that is just completely patently false. Yes, it's and like uh, saying, look, ranking the chat saying all Canadian beer is higher in alcohol content. That's why we were always so stoked to go to Canada when I was in college because A, drinking age 19, B, all the alcohol is a higher percentage. That's not true. It is true. I just don't I just don't agree with this. It is completely this. true. I think it is the exact same beer up there as it is. No, down it here. isn't. Now, I they remember. They may have different kinds. No, the percentage is higher. I remember this. I remember my alcohol percentages. Don't you think that I would know this? No, I'm, I'm disagreeing. I don't know if they have Coke in any other places, do they? I mean, I know it's in the Western U.S., but I don't know if it's, uh, if it's in the East Coast or not. Yeah, so everyone say, yes, uh, all domestic beer in Canada is stronger. No, I don't believe Yeah, that. I remember that. Even like Budweiser and everything. Everything's stronger in Canada. Mm. You should be like excited about this. Why are you like digging your heels in? You're going to a place that has a higher alcohol percentage. So? That's amazing. That's, I don't, but that really doesn't do anything for you me. You don't I have mean, to spend as many loonies. <laughs> I, okay, I guess. Yeah, sure. That's one way to look at it. Um, so, well, I, either way, I don't think I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not going to drink coconut. I want to drink like the native beers. The native beers that they're drinking up there in Victoria. You're not going into the wilderness, Greg. You're going to Canada. Well, it's a good hour and a half ferry ride from Washington, Sarah. I'm going to be far away from home, basically. And so uh, I remember the last time I was up there, they had cougar beer. Cougar beer? Cougar beer, yeah. What is cougar beer? It's, um, well, it's pretty much exactly like you would think. It's a can with a cougar on it, and it just says cougar beer. It was the cheap beer. Yeah, as as people are losing their minds in the chat, you know kokanee is native to Canada, right? Yes, I know it's a Canadian beer, but it's also it's also more mass produced. It's available here. It's all over the place. I want the local beers. Local. Carrie keeps screaming beers. pipers in the chat. Pipers. You're supposed to have pipers. Piper beer. Okay. Piper. Pipers. Okay. I mean, saying kokanee is a native beer is like saying Budweiser is a Native American. It is. It's, it's an all-American beer. beer. It totally okay, is. Okay, fine. Yes, that's that's true. But I it can get true. Budweiser anywhere. I can get kokanee at the corner mart right now. That's not the that's same. because you're in America. Uh, that's damn right. We can get whatever we want here. Mm. No, but I want to get uh, I want to get the local beers. I want to sample the local fare. Well, then you have fun The local with that. fares and then, uh, you know, meet some of the local ladies. Some, uh, some Victorian ladies. Do they dress like old Victorian? I don't like know. Paris? Do they? I don't know. I haven't been there since I was a kid. I we used to the... go there actually a lot when I was a kid. I've only been there once, and I went there last time when I was twelve. I just remember it being like a magical place. Like it felt like something that, like you're in England or something. It felt like really old timey and beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I know that downtown is set up like that, and there's that the Empress Hotel. But I mean, when I, I we went to Victoria probably three or four times when I was a kid. The Empress Hotel. That sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's the big fancy Victorian style hotel that's that's there, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be a lot different than going there when I was a kid where I was just excited about going to the water park and, you know, hated the fact that we had to go to the Buchart Gardens. That part really annoyed me. Is it Buchart or Buchart? I think that it's That part Buchart. I really don't know. I thought it was Buchart. I went, yeah, when I, the one Buchart? time I went to, Victoria, I went to Buchart. Buchart Gardens? Buchart Gardens. Okay. And I remember there were lots of pretty flowers. Yeah, but I remember. I was also a child and impatient. And I'm like, why am I looking at fucking flowers? That's what I remember yeah. of it too. Because, yeah, <laughs> I was probably 11 or 12 when I went there and I was like, this is dumb. 
this is so boring, I can look at flowers anywhere. Now I would probably have a little bit more of an appreciation for it. However, at 11 or 12, it did not. So, Greg, it's being asserted in, in the chat that uh, that everyone still dresses like they're from the 1800s, so you can just pretend like you're from the future. Oh, wow. In the okay. way that you dress. Because okay. you kind of dress chart. like you're in the past right now, but for them, it'll be in the future. Okay, it's Boochart Gardens. Okay. Boochart Gardens. All right. I will make sure I get that one right, because when I'm blending in with everybody, I'll talk about the Boochart Gardens. Oh, yeah, been up there, did a Boochart Garden Yeah, because thing. that's what you do in Portland. It's like every, That's what I do, is I have conversations with people about Powell's books. That's what everyone does. Like, you just you, all you do is talk about landmarks with other people. Like, well, I, I like uh, to meet somebody from Portland and be like, hey, hey, uh, what do you think about Voodoo Donuts, huh? I was up there at uh, Bouchard Gardens earlier having myself a double-double, saw a few American tourists coming in, you know, uh, taking a look at the flowers and all that. You need to record yourself getting beaten up by using that. You're gonna, you're gonna instill rage in the in the mild mannered, nice Canadians. The Canadians don't have rage. They'll probably thank me for it. Thank, thank you for what? For, for botching their for accents and making fun of so them? So talented at, uh, at at blending in. They won't know the difference. I want And to if they do know the difference, they'd be, they're would be they too polite to point it out. See that? See how I did that? I oat? think that you're going, yeah, you're going under assumptions that might not necessarily be true. Oh. You know that Trailer Park Boys from Canada is what, where they coined the term shit apples, right? Well, yeah, that's Trailer they're Park Boys. Shit up, yeah, but there are shit apples in Canada. Just they're like in there Newfoundland. Are. Which, by the way, I learned it's Newfoundland, not Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the right way to say it. I did learn some uh, some uh, New Zealand slang. All right, well, that'll help you <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can pretend to be from New Zealand because you're clearly not going to be able to pass for a Canadian. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think my phone just stopped working. Oh. Perfect, right when I'm leaving the country. Good. Yeah, it, it no longer works. Best of luck to you. Neat. <laughs> out of contact. Don't need it anyway. Who needs phones? <laughs> Who needs notes that you write down? Um, yeah, well, I guess I, I could do okay, that. Okay, guys, then everybody listen to Greg's head slowly start to explode when he realizes that his phone isn't working anymore. It's nothing but distraction now. Greg, you got to put it down. Greg? It really is. It won't turn on. Okay, well, What's we can wrong deal with it, it after the show. I don't know. Why won't it turn on? I don't know, because it's like four years old, and that in like new phone years is like 500 years old. Well, yeah, that's that's. I sent you that link true. for the free phones. <laughs> You still have to pay money, though, to get it. It's like $20. I'll pay for it for you so that you don't have to keep having problems with your phone. Jesus, you and technology. Come on. I'm just cheap. Uh, (laughs) By the way, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link if you want to buy anything from Amazon. Just do that first. It's one extra click. It helps us out tremendously and costs you nothing but one extra click. That's it. One extra click to help. No loonies out of your pocket. No extra loonies coming out of your pocket that way. Nope. Just one extra click on the uh, docking box computer thing that you got there on your lap. Oh, boy, everybody's always on their computers, aren't you? Isn't that true? Sometimes you just need to stop and smell the flowers at Bouchard Gardens. Think that's what Canadian stand-up's like? No, because we've had... Oh, boy, everybody just needs to slow down a little bit. All right, you know what? You need to stop with Canadian stand-up because John Doerr is from Canada. Oh, yeah, Remember? And he's funny. That's and why, he's got a Why are you warning me? Like no, no, John no. Doerr is going to burst but through this I'm door? Saying, and I, well, excuse me. I still fear him because of the dish thing. I know that's that's my problem. That's my. But I'm saying like John Doerr, he's cutting edge, and he's from Canada, which I don't think everyone's as nice and like as and flower sniffing as you think they are. Put your phone down, Greg. It's not working. I'm hiding it for myself. Yes, do that. You don't think everybody's everybody's as nice and flower sniffing? No, that's what they do. That's why they have so many good gardens there. They're very patient. Very nice people. Oh, hello. Come on in. Sit down. Uh, have, a, have a seat on the Chesterfield. Just about to pour myself a double-double if you care to have one. I tell you what, my, my feet have had the biscuit. I've been walking all day through the gardens. You 
are so fucking stupid. I've been to the Biffy five times a day. Yeah, save Nobody your loonies. Nobody needs to know how many times you've been to the Biffy. <laughs> save your loonies. This, uh, this piper's on me. Bam! Dude, I am so good. I'm already in this. I'm already in this. <laughs> Greg doesn't sound much like a Canadian, but more like a drunk <laughs> extra from Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking bird. <laughs> Tatonka. <laughs> I can't make the words anymore. Um, you do. Oh, my God. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was sounding mildly familiar. I'm like, maybe he's sounding like a Canadian person. Kicking bird. Kick, 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 kick. Sorry. And this is when Bra- Greg's brain starts to frazzle because he knows that he no longer can talk on his phone. Wait, let me just check mine really quick. Oh, it's still working. Put your phone down. Still working. Put your oh, phone look, down. I got a text message. Hopefully nobody's trying to reach you right now. That'd be really, un- <sighs> that'd be really unfortunate. Why won't it turn on? All right. Stop. You have to stop calling attention to it. Otherwise, that's all I'm going to think about. <laughs> that's all. No, it's not because you're a professional, Greg. It's all Greg. I'm going to think about. No, you're a professional. Mm-hmm. And i got to put my toque on here. <laughs> Might be a little bit chilly up there. Uh, Keelan's uh, begging for Canada to not let you into their country. <laughs> How, he hasn't made it in yet, so who knows? <laughs> Maybe they'll be like, are you, that, are you that weird guy that was making fun of us? <laughs> no Canada for you. <laughs> Uh, Rangi in the chat says Canadian women don't want Canadian men Use your American accent please Some of our Canadian So what are you going to do Canadian Like alright if you're going to go up there To like woo the ladies How are you going to pitch the city of Portland Because Portland Why do I have know, to pitch Portland You don't have to But I'm saying like to make yourself more delectable to the ladies Delectable Because like, Portland's like kind of a You know like a up and comer Like a lot of people have heard about Portland Does that work Can I just throw the name Portland And that, does that give me like instant cred or something Yeah it's totally like you know Like being someone from I don't know from anywhere else that's that's name worthy, like someone's from like New York or something. Really, has the same power as New York? I mean, I don't think it has the same power as New York. I don't know though because Portland, like everyone, kind of knows what happens in New York. Portland's still kind of, I mean, people kind of know what it's like here, but they're still trying to figure it out a little bit. So Seriously? there's a, there's like an aura of mystery to Portland, I think. So I'm gonna have instant because cred. it's so weird here, huh? Well, that's a different way to go about it. Now I kind of have to now I kind of have to think about that. So yeah. If Portland is kind of trendy, well, damn it, then how am I going to get rid of my accent? I don't know. Because I still want to do the accent when I come up there. I'll just say, hey, I'm from Portland, and uh, we're down there filming a show about Canada, so I'm here uh, learning the accent and the ways of the people. There, bam, I'll be the actor, I'll get them to talk to me, and I'll be from Portland, and I'll be like, ah, oh, no, I just want to hang out with you guys, see what you guys do in your, in your normal lives. Boom. I just got my in right there. Set. Don't make that noise. Well, Greg, while you're busy finding your Canadian soulmate, I have to let you know something. I think I might have already found mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, stop it. Yeah, you're a straight shooter there. Stop it. So I found this ad today when I was looking around um, on Craigslist in California, and I found it on a website, and it is one of the most magical things I think I've ever read, Greg. You were looking at Craigslist in California? No, so it, it was posted. It was a news article from someone. Uh, it's okay. from a website I go to. It's called Jezebel. Okay. And the article was called Gentleman Seeking Worthy Woman in Personal Ad with 28 Question Frequently Asked Questions. So what it is is this man posted a personals ad on Craigslist looking for a good girl for a nice mature gentleman with a high college degree in education who is better than 99% of what you will ever find guaranteed number one. So this man... Guaranteed number one? Guaranteed number one. Wow. So, Greg, I did find this 
And I kind of wanted, because there is like a question and answer kind of thing. So he, p- <laughs> so he, he posted an ad on Craigslist, basically letting people know, men, the ladies know, like, hey, hey, I'm here for the taking. I'm here, but I've got some guidelines. So what he's saying is he is, Greg, I know that I just told you this, but he's a nice, mature gentleman with a higher college degree. What does a higher college degree mean? Uh, does it have a graduate degree? Because if you have a graduate degree, you would probably say, say graduate, graduate degree, degree. Yeah. not higher with college degree. With a higher degree. college degree and education who is better than 99% of what you will find guaranteed number one. So this man, Greg, has laid out some guidelines as to who his perfect woman is. Really? And he also asks, I think he kind of gets inside the minds of women because he just he asked and answered all of the questions that the burning questions inside of me that I would have ever wanted to know from him. So, Greg, what I've done is I've segmented some particular parts of this Craigslist ad. Okay. And what I I'm just emailed it to you right now. And what okay. I have done is I have highlighted the parts of the ad that I would like you to read as this gentleman who is seeking a worthy woman on Craigslist who is also better than 99% of the men that I'll find guaranteed number one. <laughs> so, Greg, I wanted you to read this aloud, and maybe we could do a little back and forth, just because I want you to read, I want the words to come out of your mouth for how perfect this man is. And maybe maybe he's not for me. Maybe he could be for someone that's listening. Okay, so you want me to read this, and then, then you can ascertain whether or not this is the man that you're looking for. Well, I mean, I already know that it is, but I want you to read it out loud just so all the other people... Okay. Okay, so what am I reading on this? All right, so what it is, it's, uh, the first part is going to be, it's the first part of his ad. Okay, so the stuff in red? Yes, the stuff in red. Okay, so I'm reading all of that. Yes. Okay, all right. But I kind of want you to have an accent or something. Well, I have a Canadian accent that's just handy right here. All right, do you want to do the Canadian accent? Because he's not from Canada, but we can replace where he's from with Canada. Okay, yeah, we'll say he's a Canadian then. Please read this entire ad carefully before contacting me, including the FAQs, comments at the end. Thank you. P.S. If you contact me, it will be assumed you have read, understood, and agree with everything on this... I'm just going to read it normal. And agree with everything on this page. If you disagree or don't like anything, please don't contact me. On the other hand, if you snooze, you lose. Note, I will test you. Early in the first communications, interactions between us, to know if you are real, honest, motivated, serious, etc. Please take this as a fair and friendly prior warning. That's, that's not really Creepy. a f- I want to play some morning. romantic music. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what he's putting down. People are asking that I read it in Chester. You probably should. All right, so what, do you have some romantic music? Me. A very nice, mature gentleman with a higher college degree and education. I have my own house, not apartment. Not apartment. <laughs> car, income, etc. I am of, we'll say, Canadian descent. He's really uh, from Middle Eastern. Yeah, he's from Middle yeah. Eastern, but it doesn't work with that accent. Yeah. <laughs> a professional man with a good background. Better than 99% of what you will find, guarantee number one. <laughs> you equals good girl for friendship and romance. Oh, that's me. You would be treated very well and nobody will treat you better, in parentheses, guarantee number two. <laughs> However, in order for this to happen, you have to be worthy, deserving, and reciprocate. Now, these are his stipulations, I'm, Greg. I'm, I'm saying the uh, louder stuff is when he's typing in all caps. Yeah, and uh, sure. when he's in all caps, and also he uses an extreme amount of... Ev- imagine every word that Greg's saying uh, with a comma after it has quotation marks around yes. it. Everything has quotation marks around it. All right, Greg, so now he lays out the guidelines for if the lady wants a response. What are the, what are the things that she needs to do? If you want a response, 
please email one your name, two your email address, three your location in parentheses city, four your age, five your ethnicity, and six your current and clear photo within the last three months. Current means how you look today, not yesterday. For example, if you had long and black hair yesterday but short and blonde today, don't send me a photo showing your older or previous look. Clear means no hats, sunglasses, or fuzzy photos, and so forth. Your ethnicity means your country of origin or where your ancestors came from. Wow. Note number one. I am open to girls from different ethnicities, sizes, races, and ages, 18 to 27. All right, I know that's kind of a stipulation, but but continue on because there is there's a loophole. If you are older than 27, please include information about your education and work-slash-job background in addition to the six items requested above. P.S. Regardless of the age you tell me, don't be surprised if I ask to see your ID or birth certificate to verify <laughs> That's so creepy. All right, Greg. So then it moves on to the frequently asked questions section. So basically what this uh, gentleman has done okay. is he kind of lays it on the line and he helps everybody. Like he's just like, hey, uh, bitches be all over me. I need to answer the questions so that everybody knows. So His frequently asked questions his that he gets so often. His 28 frequently asked <laughs> questions. <laughs> however, I picked. He, has, he answered twenty. However, I picked my. I, I picked a few of them. I picked my favorites. So this guy. This guy feels so many women. Are gonna be yes, they're vying knocking down his door. He's like, "Look, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna help you ladies out." Here's the FAQ. It's 28 common questions I get. I couldn't answer all of them, but this is just give you a guideline here. Just a guideline. I'm just I, I whittled it down from 512 to 28. Okay. So, this, so Greg, I have a few questions I'm read out. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read the question. Uh huh. And then you say answer, and then read the answer that okay. he wrote. Okay. All right. All right. So the first, and some of the questions are phrased in like sayings. Like, say for example, the woman saying something to him. Okay. Then this is his response to how she's acting in the situation. So this is how he's pretending women are asking him questions. Yes. Okay. So one of the things. So this first question that I pulled, the question says, "All right, blank. I don't like the way that you're doing that. Why are you being so mean?" And so here is his answer. Answer: Asking question is questions is fine, but arguing is not attractive. You have a right to disagree, but if your intention is to argue, just do us both a favor and don't contact me at all. Men in general are turned off by aggressive or argumentative women because it is characteristic of a traditional masculine person and not someone feminine. Have you heard of the bitch stereotype? That's what I mean. When men date the opposite sex, they don't want to feel they are with another man, but with a female. If this is your style, please do not contact me because we won't get along. All right, I have a next question. Here's another question. <laughs> this is this one is uh, from his uh, eight, uh, twenty-eight frequently asked questions. You should thing. do it in your uh, your like uh, raisins voice. Oh God, I didn't. Hi. Question number this ten. Is the kind of kind of woman he thinks he's gonna find. <laughs> you sound or seem rude, aggressive, controlling, or cocky, just like my asshole ex boyfriend or slash husband. Ancha, and you sound ignorant, just like my bitch ex girlfriend. <laughs> it's ignorant and ridiculous to judge someone so quickly without ever talking to them, meeting them, and not even spending ten minutes with them. Trust me, I am not like your ex boyfriend or husband. I'm much better. Don't be quick to judge someone, especially negatively, until you really get to know them, which takes time. 
But he already called them a bitch. Yeah. In his first sentence, he calls them a bitch. And then he's telling them not to judge someone. No, especially Until negatively. you get to know them. Okay. All right. <laughs> Question number 12. And you're a bitch. <laughs> Question number 12. I'm a lesbian. I don't date men. Are you cool with meeting someone that just wants to be just friends? Answer, she answered number seven above. I am not looking for just friends. You are in the wrong section. This is the romance section called Men Seeking Women. You should be looking under Strictly Platonic. Like he's going to have all these lesbian women writing him. <laughs> this is what he thinks. This like, is what he thinks. Even though they're not going to have sex with him, they're, they're so attracted to his <laughs> his stunning personality and the way that he writes them. They're just, but please, I know I don't want to have sex with you, but I just want to be friends. I just need to be around you. I need to be your friend so <laughs> let bad. Let me be your friend. Oh, God, let me be your friend. All right, so this is uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> that is about the most narcissistic thing I think I've ever oh, read. Oh no, it keeps going. Uh, next question. <laughs> All right, so I'm. A <laughs> All right, next one. I'm only eighteen or twenty. Don't you think you're too old for me? Answer depends on your level of maturity, mental growth, intelligence, and overall cognitive understanding. <laughs> I just want to throw in bitch every now and then. But <laughs> if you are mature for your age, it shouldn't be a problem unless you are still playing with Barbie dolls, teddy bears, video games, etc. I'm in my 30s, between 30 and 39. That would be the definition <laughs> of being in your 30s. He actually puts in parentheses between 30 to 39. Okay, good. At least we narrowed that That's down. Good. He is actually in his 30s then. I won't tell you my exact age until we meet, so don't ask beforehand. Yet he's going to ask them for a birth certificate. <laughs> Generally speaking, the man should be older than the woman because females mature or age faster than males, both physically and mentally. Oh, he's a man of science as well. He sure is. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 30s, between 30 to 39. Next question. <clears throat> I have tattoos and piercings, and sometimes I like to dye my hair different colors. Is that okay with you? It's okay. I am more concerned about how you talk and behave with me, and if you respect and appreciate how you yeah how you talk and behave with me, and if you respect and appreciate a good man. That is the starting point, and not how many tattoos you have, unless most or entire body is covered in tattoos or piercings, or you got them when you were in prison. If so, we need to talk about it some more. <laughs> Next question. Are you at least six feet tall? No. <laughs> and if this is your first focus or priority, don't contact me. Instead, you need to first educate yourself about the keys to success and happiness in relationships. These are not based on how many tattoos or inches on a ruler. Final question. He's very wise. He's got a lot of, like, life knowledge here. Life advice. There is one more question. <clears throat> Finally. Final question. I like to be spoiled, and I want to know how much you're going to spend on me. How much are you going to spend on me? You sound like a gold digger or prostitute. My headline says gentleman or professional. It doesn't say ATM machine. If you are looking for an ATM machine to finance and spoil, spoil yourself, look somewhere else. You have to appreciate the company of a gentleman and at the same time appreciate any amount he spends on you, if any. 
This guy is amazing. So I just want to let everybody know I'm uh, pretty soon here. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be off the market. So you snooze, you lose, as my soulmate put it. <laughs> you sound like my bitch ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> If you're mature, we can talk. <laughs> I'm in my 30s, between the ages of 30 and 39. <laughs> this guy is amazing. <laughs> Just fighting off lesbians with sticks. Because <laughs> there's so much. Everyone wants everybody to be needs friends. him. Everybody wants to be with him. Are you cool? I'm a lesbian. I don't date men. Are you cool with meeting someone that wants to be Can I just spend time with you? Can I just, can I just bask in your glory? You're in the wrong section. <laughs> oh, there are so many so many opportunities here. I'm happy. It'll be nice to see you, you know, in this happy relationship that you're going to be yes. forming. Although you're a little bit old for him. I know I was, but you know what? I'm hoping that my stellar academic records might shoot me up to the top well, of the list. He's a higher college educated man. He is higher college. Higher college. <laughs> I ri- I wonder if there's any way we could get this guy on the show. We could we could. He won't it. even say how old he is, let alone his name. Well, we could say because and there's no way he's ever listened to this show, or he probably wouldn't listen even if we contacted him. We could tell him that we do a do lot of want- dating things. No, but he doesn't like- need any extra. No, because th- that's in one of the questions that I I just let you know. I only used I think seven of the questions. Oh there yeah, are, that's right. There's there are 28. twenty-one more of them. There's twenty-eight questions. There are twenty-eight of them. Um. Oh, okay. Andy in the chat is saying you should offer him a segment giving love advice. We could do that. We could go to oh, him saying ho, ho. we need your help because obviously he knows what he's doing. He's uh, clearly a, a man of the world and of lovers, which is why he has time to write out a 28-second <laughs> question section for for, uh, for himself. But, um, yeah, maybe we could do that. We could say that we need him to help us. I love this one. All right, someone wrote a question. Okay, what do I do now? I emailed you, and I never got a response back. This is his sample questions that he's preparing to be ready for. Okay. Uh, I, I emailed you and never got a response back. He's like, the only reason you didn't get a response is, one, you didn't include all six items requested. Two, your message was rude or sarcastic. Three, I never got your email. Simply resend and wait for a response within the next 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so amazing. Yes. So I don't know. You sound like a gold digger or a prostitute. <laughs> that. What makes me sad, though, is like, you so I found like this. sound like a prostitute. Wow. So all we know about him is he's uh, basically, I know that he lives in Southern California. Okay. He is of, uh, let's see, how does he, he's of Middle Eastern descent, Iranian slash Persian. Okay. He's a professional man with a good background. He went to higher college and he's somewhere between the ages of 30 and 39 and short. That's about all we know. <laughs> very angry about that very too. Very angry about very being angry short. Very angry about being short, yeah. <laughs> If this is your first focus or priority, don't contact me. Don't contact yeah, me. Yeah, he's definitely got some issues. He doesn't about like height. the tallies either. Maybe he's maybe you guys are meant to be buddies. He's got real issues about height though. My, <laughs> yeah, that's serious. What he's got going on there. Serious issues about that. Wow. There's some good shit going on. Higher there. college, that is pretty amazing. So while you are wooing your ladies in Canada, I'm hopefully gonna be corresponding with my you short your, Iranian got, thirty <laughs> to thirty nine years old soulmate <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> You're basically dating Amadea um, Judd. So, <laughs> all right. Um, well, I do have a couple stories for World of Crazy if we want to do that. I know. Uh, sure. I don't know what to, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. I what don't know either. Doing? It's a Friday What's show. What's going on? Let's do that. Go. And then I've got I've got a little bit of ball talk because it's uh, prediction day and science facts is coming up as well. Oh my goodness. 
That's have a gonna be my stories. response to any anytime anyone asks me for anything. You're a bitch. You sound like a gold digger or a prostitute. <laughs> you seem like my bitch ex girlfriend. <laughs> Love isn't measured in inches. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want that T-shirt. <laughs> Love isn't measured in inches. <laughs> a short shirt. <laughs> 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 Love is a measure of bitch. That's the saddest thing That's ever. That's the saddest shirt that is I think so anyone sad. could ever make. We need to put that in our fun employment radio. Love isn't measured in inches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll wear that shirt. I'll wear it. Really? Yeah, I would I, yeah, I would for for one night. <laughs> Love isn't measured in inches. You sound like my bitch ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Loki's pointing out, uh, I think that means something different than you think it means, Greg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. That's oh. why I was wondering, because I'm like... I th- well, I think he means height. No, he means height, I know, but I think if someone saw it on your shirt, they'd immediately think penis. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Which, in turn, well, when you said it was the saddest shirt ever, I'm like, yeah, that is the saddest shirt ever. Oh. All right. I have a really creepy story to say, but since I had to read it, I want everyone else to suffer with me. Kim Kardashian's mom, of course, was the mastermind behind her daughter's skyrocketing skyrocketing career following the release of her sex tape where she got peed on. But now Kris Jenner is revealing that she and Bruce Jenner have made their very own sex tape. What? Gross. Gross. Is it another pee video? On on an upcoming episode of their shitty show, uh, Kris and Bruce Jenner admit that they made their own triple x video to spice things up in the bedroom are they publishing it i don't know i don't know oh that's so gross no one would want to see that ever 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 well, apparently chris is concerned about it leaking which means that they're probably going to leak it and then you can see she's concerned about it what yeah, edward is asking the are, there, are there ratings failing i think that they are i think they're I can thankfully so say I have no video, fucking clue what's going on. And then in they're publicly saying, oh, we're concerned about it leaking. I just left it in this unprotected file for the Oops, I sent it. Oh, I accidentally sent it to every newspaper and website out there. Oh, this was an accident. Oh, how did this happen? I'm <laughs> so upset. Yeah, people are asking who Bruce Jenner is. So Bruce Jenner uh, was an Olympian runner, wasn't he? No, he's Tennis decathlete. Player? Decathlete, yeah. yeah. He was a super athlete. He was awesome. Back in the day, he was amazing. He was like a, yeah, he was like an American hero. Yeah, and then, and then time happened, and then and then the hand of time, and lots of plastic surgery happened. Yeah. Oh, speaking of plastic surgery, I have a plastic surgery story coming up. But before that, I have a story about Home Depot. All right, two frisky friends, uh, Emily Craig, twenty years old, and Sean Bowden, thirty-one years old, uh, were arrested after allegedly having sex inside of a display shed in the Home Depot store in North Charleston, South Carolina. Wow, in a display shed. In oh, a display what are the shed sheds in Home they have Depot. Set up? Oh, wow. Yes. All right. Uh, someone from in, who was shopping at Home Depot called the cops, stating they saw a couple walk into the outdoor shed, shut the door, and stay in there as weird noises came out of the shed. <laughs> cops uh, arrived on the scene and entered the shed, where they found Emily Craig partially clothed and Sean Bowden shirtless with his pants down around his ankles and his penis exposed. The report also states that upon questioning, it became apparent that they were engaged in sexual intercourse within the shed because evidently their various states of undress didn't make it apparent enough. Uh, let's see, Emily Craig has been charged with disorderly conduct and being a nuisance. A nuisance? She was called being a nuisance okay. for 
getting humped inside of a shed at Home Depot. And Bowden was charged with disorderly conduct being a nuisance. Did they leave the door open? And so they shut the door, but apparently they were they were making noises. Well, those things are are like made thin. of metal. Yeah, and that's going to echo probably all over the place. Yeah. You can probably hear that quite a ways around. Yeah. Thing is, though, I don't know. It seems like if the cops started knocking on the door, they would... Uh, you could get, you'd pull things up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a bold move. Yes, well, the couple was booked in the Charleston County <laughs> Detention Center. And then the person who wrote this made a pun saying, unfortunately, Home Depot's slogan, you can do it, we can help, did not apply in this situation. <laughs> That's kind of funny. All right, this is super creepy. And after I was reading this and then after reading my Craigslist Soulmates ad, now I'm thinking that this sounds like something that he might do. So let me see. All right, so this is a story about a plastic surgeon and his new wife. So when plastic surgeon David Matlock first walked into a consultation with Veronica... He thought he'd just be giving her information about his famous vaginoplasty procedure. He was known for um, molding beautiful vaginas. Little did he know that soon in the future he'd be giving her an engagement ring as well. Now, David Matlock, who, uh, let's see, he said that he was in love at first sight with his client. Without blinking an eye, he persuaded Veronica to go under the knife and get his Wonder Woman makeover, which basically created what he deems to be his perfect woman. So what he did is convince her to get... Every single surgery that he wanted her to have so that he could construct his perfect woman and then marry her. What does she look like now? All right. Well, the doctor proposed on their first date after he finished all the procedures, molding her into the perfect Wonder Woman that he wanted. uh, And he used her skills to make her more beautiful than ever. So uh, apparently he proposed on the first date after he created her like a fucking human doll. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. So they said that their love isn't about liposuction or Botox injections. Uh, And in their vows, they actually said that they'd care for each other for richer or poorer till death do us part. But not if each of them get uh, not if either of them get fat. What? Mm -hmm. There's a clause in there. Yeah. If they get fat, they can break up with each other. Yes. Is there a picture of it? Can you tell me her name? Her name is I have to see Veronica Matlock. Veronica Matlock. Veronica Matlock. Um, is she a uh, brunette? Uh, yes. I think she's like a Asian. Some... Is he black? Yes. Okay, I found them. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically what he did is he used his skills to go ahead and create, well, uh, apparently the perfect vagina since he is a vaginaologist or whatever <laughs> it is. What is it called? Vaginoplasty. You tell me. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. Wow, you can make the perfect woman. Wow. So I'm thinking that my uh, my little love bug uh, down in Southern California on Craigslist, maybe he needs to get into some like surgery stuff, and he can actually make that perfect non bitch woman. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, that's true. Wow. Um, I wonder if the yeah, I wonder if this guy, but this guy wouldn't pay for something like that though. He wouldn't pay for plastic surgery. No, oh, but if he thinks he's getting the perfect woman. Oh, no, 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 no. He doesn't want to have to pay for anything. Because otherwise he sounds like a gold digger or a prostitute. That's what you kind of sound like right now. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm just telling you. I it's don't not going to sound so, good if he... I don't mean to sound like such a prostitute. Yeah, don't. You need to stop. He's not an ATM machine, Sarah. All right, he's a gentleman. <laughs> I love how he's like trying to say that he's he's been to higher college, but doesn't he know that the the ATM, the M in ATM is machine? He keeps saying ATM machine. That mm-hmm. irritates me. Mm-hmm. But he did go to higher college. So He's who not am I an ATM machine. <laughs> who am I to question? 
You did go to a higher college. You sound All like right. my bitch ex-girlfriend right now. <laughs> so that is my brief <laughs> world of crazy. <laughs> People are making some hilarious plastic surgery jokes in the chat, and I will not repeat them, but that was funny. That oh, was funny. Some good ones in there? Yeah, there were some good okay. ones. I'm All not right. going to say what they said, though. Okay. But yes, I concur. <laughs> uh, All right. Do you have? Uh, do you want to do some ball talk? You want to do some Doctor Science? What do you want to do? Let's do a little bit of ball talk. Okay. And then. Um, oh God, it's prediction season, isn't it? Yes, God it is. Damn it. Yes, it is. God bless America. <laughs> You're supposed to say Jesus Murphy. Remember, that's Canadian. Jesus Murphy. That's what they say. Oh, Jesus Murphy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, we got our own version of football up in Canada. Not quite the same. <gasps> oh, you can watch curling. I love curling. I want to go curling. Oh, yeah. Curling's there's a curling awesome. center in Victoria. Every time I've gone to Canada, I just sit and watch curling. I, I, it, like, it's, it hypnotizes curling me. Curling is Canadian cornhole. Yeah. If they had, if they had like, a curling court here and they had a curling league, I would totally be part of it. Oh, I would join that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally join curling. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right, first up, it's a it's a short but supple ball talk today. And uh, I do have this, and actually it relates a little bit to the Kardashians that you talked about. Why are oh the fucking boy. Kardashians in here? Um, and it has to do with the husband of Khloe Kardashian. Uh-oh. She's the angry one. He's not having a good a good go of it right now. <laughs> Mr. Lamar Odom. Oh, Lamar Odom. Of course, uh, plays for the L.A. Clippers. I think he still has a contract with the Clippers. Um, NBA veteran arrested early this morning on suspicion of driving under the influence. Oh, really? A DUI. Now, there's a lot of other reports that are going on. So him and Chloe are like separated right now. And there's a lot of reports going in the media. I don't know how much is true or not, but that he has an issue with drugs. Is just what it says. Like, okay. and I don't mean like performance dancing drugs. <laughs> I, Sounds like he might have like a like a cocaine problem. Or I've something. been I've been following this. It looks like it might be crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, because they were finding like burn marks and such in, in some of the hotel rooms he was staying. And that's speculation. I don't know if it's the Kardashian yeah. spin cycle. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but he did. He was he was arrested for a DUI. Now he refused all chemical tests uh, tests and was booked without incident. Said he was he was brought in. I think he's already been released. Now there, a source told ESPN that Odom was staying at a Los Angeles hotel and friends were trying to help him deal with a drug problem mm-hmm. that he has. So this is from ESPN. That's their report. Like I said, don't know if it's true, but um, oh, he is he's still a free agent. Oh, he's still a free agent. Oh, oh wow, that's not good. Yeah. No, somebody somebody of his uh, abilities shouldn't still be a free agent. That means NBA teams have some questions about him. That's oh. exactly what that means. So this he was a free agent before all this stuff started happening, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He he was with the Clippers last uh, last year, but he's a free agent right now. See, all right, I read something uh, on one of my gossipy sites about how the Mavs, that's why they let him go, was because of something. Alone. Well, he had all kinds of... He had some kind of issue going on when he was with the Mavs yeah. because he didn't show up and he wouldn't play and they relegated him, I believe, to... Um, to their uh, D League team, and then they just kind of just like came to a mutual agreement just to let him walk. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Now, but they they said during then it was like mental issues because I believe his father had done something or somebody passed away. Anyway, something bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that does uh, that does that does seem to be. That sounds like drugs. Yeah, and I mean that Scott's like saying drugs. in the chat that he's always liked him. I really have always liked him too. Quite honestly, it's just kind yeah, of yeah. No, sad. I have no problem with Lamar Odom. I mean, I didn't like him on the court when he played for the Lakers, but that's because I didn't like the Lakers and they would beat us. But um, yeah, I, he doesn't seem like he's a bad guy. Yeah, 
You know, uh, although he did marry a Kardashian, so there's got to be something wrong with him. <laughs> you know, there's something not quite well, those right. Those people, in there. I don't know. Those Kardashians, like they, I, I just feel bad for them too because it seems like everything they touch, they just spin everything to make it as as horrible as possible of for course. anybody they feel wronged them, and everybody just sucks it up. It's really fucking gross. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. There's obviously something not quite right with yeah. him. Yeah, you know, he did willingly. Go into Mary Chloe Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but there's there's something off up there. Yeah. Anybody who willingly marries Chloe Kardashian, there's you're not all right up there. All right. Um, that's that's just that update. So I want to make sure that was out there. And let's just go straight to it. It is college football season. Oh Jesus! College football. What the hell was that one? I don't know. I just decided to do it. Spontaneous. Oh my God! You need cup. to take a breath. You are so creepy. Some games have already started in oh NCAA Division One and uh, started last night. There are more going on uh, today. Last night, of course, uh, number 24, USC beat Hawaii. Congratulations, USC. Well, good for you. Um, a few other games, none of none too, not too many big ones. South Carolina, number six, beat North Carolina last night. But uh, today, a few more games. However, the big games are going to be on Saturday when the season really gets going. And as is tradition here with Fun Employment Radio and Ball Talk, it's now time for me to make my predictions, which means you can probably, if if you are a betting person, and I don't ask you to bet, I'm not telling you to go do this, I'm just saying, you can at least tell your friends you know what's going to be happening, because I'm going to tell you who is going to win three different college football games with my amazingly statistically correct oh boy. predictions. Sorry, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do, too. I'm going to even let you pick one of these. Okay. So I'm going to send you a link here. Go to that link. And then just scroll down to the Saturday games. Now, I'm going to pick two, and I'll let you pick the third one. Because All right, that's the one how that you're going to bet on. I'm not betting anything. I mean, you're not betting. You're just you're going to predict. I'm predicting them. First prediction. Number five, Georgia. At number eight, Clemson. I don't, I don't see that. Okay, whatever. All right, Georgia versus Clemson? Yep, Georgia at number eight, Clemson. So this is a big game, number five versus number eight. Early in the season, you got to get things settled. You know, the, a, lot, a lot of stuff changes in the top ten rankings. Some teams are overranked, some teams are underranked. However, I believe Georgia is overranked. The SEC is going to lose this one. They're at Clemson. Number eight, Clemson will beat Georgia, moving up the ranks. There he is. There's wow. Your first, there's your first prediction. Okay. Clemson. Clemson. Prediction number two. Oh, my God. You are nuts. I had to drive in a car for a long time today. Okay. We'll go with a smaller game. A game that may be overlooked except regionally where we have many listeners in Iowa. Northern Iowa at Iowa State. Now, Iowa State, of course, coming from a bigger conference. They are in the uh, Big 12, although whatever's left of it. Although never a powerhouse in that conference, Iowa State. Taking on Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa, smaller school. Had some success, though. However, I believe Iowa State will be victorious in sending those Northern Iowans back to Northern Iowa. Iowa State! (laughs) We'll win that. So Iowa State and Clemson so far. Now the third one, Sarah. I'm going to throw this to you. All right. I believe that I want you to predict the Auburn Tigers... Versus the Washington State Cougars. The Auburn Tigers versus the Washington State Cougars. Oh, Sarah. Auburn, of course, not quite what it used to be when it was in the national championship a few years ago with Cam Newton, or as they say jokingly, Scam Newton. 
Wow. That's people say that. I've heard it on the radio. People say that. That's what people say. Washington State Cougars, of course. Uh, there is no bones about it. Long the doormat of the Pac-12. It, it's they're just they're the underdog. They're they're below the underdog. Utah's maybe an underdog. Oregon State's actually ranked, so I don't even know if you can count them as an underdog anymore. Washington State, they're they're below the underdog. They're well, then that should make them even more likable. Does it? Washington State visiting Auburn, going to the heart of the South, Alabama. I'm sorry, Sarah. Washington State will lose this game. Auburn Tigers will beat the Cougs. I can't wait to. Tigers are bigger than Cougs. You to be wrong on Tuesday. Tigers will win. I would like to see Washington State win that game, honestly. Yeah, nipples. But it's not going to happen. Didn't WSU beat OSU last year? I believe they did. That was like two years ago. That was last year. No, that was not. They sure did, Nips. It was not last year. That was like two or three. years That was a really good game. I appreciate you letting me know that. Might have been three years ago. No, thank you for refreshing my memory. You're right. They did. Auburn Tigers. They're your winners. Auburn, Clemson, and Iowa State. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Um, All right, let's take a quick break. Time for Dr. Science. Dr. Science. Dr. Science. And then we shall bid you adieu, but we we want to give you some knowledge before to to send you off into the Labor Day weekend. Sure, so that way you can tell all of your friends and family and loved ones and, uh, you know, spread the knowledge. All right, so pleased to be posting your questions now, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Yes. With Dr. Science. Yes, indeed. Right right. here on FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh boy! All <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you guys. I was just trying to trying to play some America. Yes, uh, if you were listening live, there <laughs> you know what I just American, played. Yes. American songs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to blast when I'm walking around Canada too. <laughs> I that's don't think that will get you it. any suitors. I should just wear American flag stuff everywhere and uh, and talk about how great. Yeah, America there is. you go. And poor Canadian. Don't stuff. you have like an American flag eagle combination hat thing? I do. You should probably wear that. I've also got an American flag shirt with the sleeves ripped off that I use okay, for uh, I think the all of these shows. I think that you would be misusing them if yeah. you're not going to be bringing those okay. to Canada. All right. I'm pretty sure you should. But in the meantime, in between time, Greg, isn't it time for something else? Yes, it is. It's time for science facts. I have no words. I wish somebody else was here in the room with me so they could see this. Yes, Dr. Science is here, here to answer your questions, here to expunge my knowledge all over you. Let it soak into your ears and your brains, and then let you, untoward, soak that onto someone else. And spread the knowledge. I'm here to answer your questions. Sure. Sarah has gathered them. I have. I'm ready to answer now. Oh, a couple stretches. All right, can you Just s- one more stretch. All right. All okay. right. Okay, that's enough. All right. Question number one. Dear Dr. Science. Yes. Dear Dr. Science. What happens when someone eats banana peels? Dr. Science, what, what happens when someone eats banana peels? What happens when someone eats banana peels? Well, that's a very good question because you must be careful about your diet and what you can and can't eat. Especially when traveling, it's important to know what's safe for you to consume. And let's talk about fruit for a minute. Wow, can we? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so, different kinds of fruits have different kinds of skins. 
You may notice that when you're in the grocery store and you may not have thought about it Are you deviating before, to your Canadian accent again? As you walk through the fruit section of your local market, you may notice you'll see uh, fruits like apples, small skins, okay to eat, gets a little bit chunky in your stomach, but that's okay. But then you'll see other things with tougher skins, and there are words of warnings that I have to give you. Now, it's long been man's goal to eat the banana peel. Everyone always wants to eat it. You don't want to have to waste all that time peeling the banana. You want to go straight for it and just eat the banana whole. They seem kind of dirty to me. No, that's one of man's longtime goals has oh. always been to eat the banana peel. Okay. So you don't have to bother peeling it because it's a waste of time. Men don't, people don't, humans don't have time for that. So, but here's the word of warning for eating the banana peel. Now, let's uh, go back to the comedies of the 1930s, Sarah, where... Uh, frequently, it was shown how people would walk along. If their banana peel was on the ground, they'd slip on it and oh, fall. Yeah. That is what's happening to your insides. Here's what happens if you eat a banana peel. The banana peel will go down into your insides, essentially turning your entire digestive tract into a slip and slide. Now, with that happens, any food that you consume after eating a banana peel will merely slide right through until, well, we know the end result of that. Wait, so you could lose weight if you eat banana peels? Well, but it's not in a good way. Oh. You're not going to enjoy losing weight this way. It'll, it, it will, in fact, skip all digestive digestive uh, mm. things in your stomach. It will line your stomach, turning it into a slip and slide, whereas the food will bounce off of it and slide straight out. So that is why we don't eat banana peels, because it turns your insides into a slip and slide. Question number two. Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Dr. Science. Yes! How do microwaves heat up food? Dear Dr. Science, how do microwaves heat up food? That's a good question. Uh, you know, a lot of us use the microwaves nowadays to, once again, save time in this fast-paced society that we live in. Consuming food that was pre-processed, however, does need to be... Up. Now, let's think about this. Let's think about ourselves just a little bit. You know, when we want to be warm, when we want to, like, feel a little bit, uh, you know, if it gets a little bit too cold, what do we go to? We go to the sun. We go outside to get in some sun, and that way we can warm up a little bit, you know, and increase the blood flow, which is what the sun will do for you. Also, another way, though, that we do, especially here in the Northwest, because we can't always get to the sun, where do we go? We go to tanning salons. Tanning salons have booths that you get in whereby you get fake sun rays that will warm you up. So what is a microwave? A microwave's too small for a person to get into. However, if you could get in, what would happen if you were inside a microwave? You would get a tan. That's what happens when you're in a microwave. So a microwave is essentially giving the food a nice tan. It's heating it up. It's warming it. But it's tanning the food. So oh it's God. much like a tanning bed. It's giving fake sun rays onto the food, and that's what's going on. So you're giving the food a little bit of a tan. Which is why you don't heat things up, much like when you go to a tanning bed, you know, you don't go for like 20 minutes, that's too long. Usually, you know, you're in the uh, 5 to 10 minute range. That's about the right amount of time for a tan. I, I, I don't even know. Okay. Final question, Greg. No, and I'm, I think, I'm sorry? I mean... Dr. Science? Yes! This comes from our buddy Aaron, and Aaron writes, Dear Dr. Science. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you should probably do this one in your Canadian accent. It's just a request. Uh, what makes Canadians sound so different from other humans? Oh. 
Dr. Science, what makes Canadians sound so different from other humans? You know, I'm glad somebody asked this question because I know it's a little bit taboo. You feel like it's not talked up. about, but it should it's be. It's not talked about, but there's nothing wrong with it. But it is something that needs to be addressed because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there about why Canadians sound different. Okay. So let's get to the bottom of this one. <laughs> now, while you're out there sitting on your Chesterfield... I don't know. For all I know, you could be in the biffy. We're going to give you a little bit of knowledge. Now, let's talk about uh, the planet as it is. Now, we know that Canada is in the Great North. Way up there high. And what do we know about things when they're high? I don't know. The air gets a little bit thinner up there, doesn't it? When we go climb a mountain, don't we notice it's a little bit thinner up there? Well, much like that, Canada being so far north... The air's a little bit thinner up there. Now, for some people, it takes a while to uh, to uh, adapt to that. However, Canadians are a different kind of breed of people and where they've adapted to the thinner air, and it makes you a little bit lightheaded sometimes. So in order to do that, since you're lightheaded, you get a little bit less energy. You got a little bit less energy because, you know, you're concentrating so much on uh, breathing. So Canadians have developed a way of speaking that uses up a little bit less energy. That's why all your words kind of sound like this, and it's a very, very monotone. It also, one of the advantages, is why they're not quite as angry. They don't have time or the energy to be angry. So instead, it's just a lot easier to be polite. Wait, so the lower oxygen there makes them more lethargic, therefore not as angry as everybody else. That's exactly it, sir. Now, the reason they sound different is because it takes a lot less energy to speak like this than it does to speak in a regular American accent. See, see there, I can go back and forth in between the accents. But it takes a lot more work to speak like an American than it does to just speak like you're in Canada because you don't have to open your mouth as much. So that is why Canadians sound a little bit different because they're a little bit lightheaded up there. Nice people. Just a little bit tired. Well, there you have it, folks. (laughs) There's Dr. Science. I hope I've dispensed enough knowledge all over everyone for today. I'm pretty sure you squirted your knowledge everywhere. Yes. Like a fire hose of knowledge. Okay. That's enough. So, since Greg will be in Canada, and I will be in Washington State, we shall not be having a show on Monday. However, we will return on Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday we shall return with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our show. It is awesome that you guys do. Um, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at funempradio. And uh, also Greg Nibbler and Sarah X. Dillon on Twitter as well. And I'm using the like Twitters us. more. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm going to try to use it more, too. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to post some stuff from... Uh, oh, I don't know if my phone will work up there. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I don't know if my service plan covers internet up there. Well, Uh-oh. in theory, I might be posting some things from Canada. Maybe you can go not. to an internet cafe. You can go to a cyber cafe. No, I'm not going to go to a cyber cafe. <laughs> go to a cyber cafe. <laughs> I'm only going to Victoria. It's not like it's even the first. <laughs> but I will be with my Canadian lovers. So um, follow us on Twitter at Fun Amp Radio. And, of course, like us on Facebook where we are Fun Employment Radio. You can always go to iTunes and leave a review. All these things help us out tremendously. Just like going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on that Amazon link if you're going to buy anything from Amazon. It does actually help us out, and it costs you nothing. Absolutely nothing but one extra click. Mm-hmm. One extra click, and that is it. Um, quick uh, couple of oh, couple of things that uh, we do need to cover. 
Here we go. All right. So uh, if you guys are longtime listeners of the show, you will know that we used to have uh, a couple that lived down the street from us in a van. So we called them the van couple. And of course, I turned it down. Uh, and so they moved. They have since uh, relocated to New York City. But now they're actually in town and they're going to be playing their movie, which is happening. And that's going to be going on, I believe, next Monday at 8 p.m. at Kelly's Olympian. Cool. And so they're doing a short film. It's called uh, Van 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 Jam or Van Jam or something along those lines. So anyway, it's free to attend. Uh, it's happening on Monday night, 8 p.m. at Kelly's Olympian. Should be pretty cool. I think I'm going to stop by there. You can see what the uh, van couple actually look like because they're actually very like nice, normal folks. They just... Mm-hmm. Live in a van and make movies. Awesome. Yes. Cool. Um, I do need to say there's a happy birthday. I forgot about that. I know. I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm sorry, Sarah. Okay. All right. Tell me the birthday. We need to say happy birthday to Jenny Brooks. Oh, my gosh. It's Jenny Brooks' birthday. It is. So happy birthday, Jenny. You are awesome. McKay used books. And uh, she's celebrating it. She's getting a happy birthday wish a little bit earlier. Because her, her birthday is actually on Sunday, I believe. Okay. But per birthday rules, it's allowed. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn All right. right. There we Drunken go. Elvis. That is it. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You guys are awesome. And as we said, we'll be out on Monday, but we will be back on Tuesday. Right here with more funemploymentradio.com. Have a good weekend, everyone. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.